What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Latinally, the podcast that is untamed, uncensored, and unapologetic. How are you? It is Friday. First of all, thank God, because I've literally had one of the longest weeks of my life. Um, And before I go into what I really want to talk about today, let me just say something real quick. So I posted this on my Instagram, and I just have to say it here because um, I just have to say it here. So I reached out. I put on my Instagram that I wanted people to be on this show. And so a lot of you reached out. You want to be on the show. You sent me emails. We've been in correspondence. That's great. That's awesome. But, 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 but a lot of um, agents, PR, whatever, they have been reaching out to me too on their client who wants to be on the show. Okay. I'm going to just say something real quick. First of all, your client does not know I exist. You're reaching out to me for an opportunity. I understand that and I'm flattered. However, I don't think that anybody actually, I don't think that you PR people listen to my show. I really don't. I don't think you do your homework. I think you see my Instagram. I think you see what I've been posting and you kind of just go, oh, this would be kind of fun. Let me just say, I do not do interviews. That's not what my show is. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't give a fuck. You could be Beyonce. You could be Kamala Harris. I'm not going to interview you. I don't give a fuck to interview anybody now. Like I said in my Instagram, if Kamala Harris wants to sit and have a glass of wine, she wants to chit chat about her day, Maverick, how it is being a successful one. Listen, how, how, how has her marriage been being the first female vice president? Like, how does your husband feel? You know, some men get emasculated. That's the shit I want to talk about. I'm not going to sit here, interview you, ask you. Or, no, 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 no. Mm-mm-mm. No, I don't give a fuck. Like, and the thing is, I think uh, a lot of people, because I'm talking about I've had celebrities in my email. And I'm dubbing y'all because I don't. I think when it's, for some reason... When people reach a certain level in their life, they feel that they should be interviewed. I, this is the wrong spot for you, boo, because I don't give a fuck. Like, if you, like you want to chit-chat, you want to talk, that's fine. But I'm not about to say, tell me, how did you get to where you are today? And how did you stay confident? No. Well, that's actually a good question. But it's like, I don't care. I don't. I really don't. I don't care. They don't care. That's not what the show is. There are plenty of people who are professionals, okay, that you can reach out to and be on their show. My show is not that, okay? So please, if you are someone who is reaching out in beh- on behalf of your client, first of all, let your client listen to my show. That's number one. Number two, um, you listen to my show, please. Number three, do your homework, okay? Um, also, too, because if I ever decide in this planet to ever do an interview and you're like, we need the questions first, I'm like, no then we're not doing the show. I'm not going to have my questions better because I don't give a fuck. That's not what you come on the show to, to have these questions vetted and you can give me the right answer and you preempt. No, that's not what this is. That's not what this is. So please don't reach out to me um, for a press opportunity. You know, if you want to send me your book and I can review it, if you want to send me some music so I can listen to it preemptively and I can shout it out on here, but I'm not about to interview you. I'm not about to do it. Cause I, 
no. <laughs> so that's my disclaim. And um, I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. It's funny. The other day on my Instagram, someone was like, I love how you just say whatever you want and you don't give a fuck. And the truth is, um, and I said this in my last episode, I, I sometimes feel bad because I don't really. The thing is, I give you any like advice, like whenever someone asks me a question, I do an episode based on that question. I give you what I would do and I give you what I have done. And for a lot of people, that advice is like, okay, bitch, well, easier said than done. That's not what I came here for. Truth is, that's exactly what you came here for. I'm not the friend that's going to beat around the bush. Like, first of all, we're friends. Okay. I'm friends with all of you. You're my friend, which is fantastic because I, in real life, I have like three friends. <laughs> I have like three friends. Well, if you count my cousins, I mean, I have like 70 friends, but truthfully, <laughs> I have like real, like, you know, like three. No, wait a minute. Okay, I think I have like five. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of nice. <laughs> so, mm, forgive me, I'm having coffee. Oh, my coffee. I got a brand new. The Ninja. This is not sponsored, but if Ninja wants to sponsor me, I'm going to tell you right now. Everything I have is Ninja. Keurig by Girl. Ninja. Let me tell you something. Ninja is where it's at. I got the coffee maker that can make a cappuccino and a latte. Girl, you know, every day cappuccino every day we got coffee at home anyway um so see this is why i can't i can't divert because then my mom brain forget what the fuck i was saying you know what i mean no so um you know i yes i whenever you ask you know when you ask me a question i give you what i would do i'm not the friend that's going to be like like, I'm not going to get like, I'm going to give you the graceful way, but I'm going to give you the graceful bitch approach. Like, that's the way that I would do it. And that's that's kind of like my motto in life. Like, I'm going to handle you with grace, but I'm going to be a bitch. And that I think is OK, because we're trying to evolve. We're trying to change. We're trying to get better. Right. But the way that society, you know, is made up right now. My son's crying. Can you hear him? Benito. The way the society is made up right now, sometimes you can't be graceful and nice. I personally love the beautiful balance between being graceful and being a bitch. A graceful bitch. That is what I love. And so, you know, I kind of feel like when I give you advice, it's like, okay, well, I could have thought of that. Thing is, a lot of people don't. You know, a lot of the, one of the biggest things that I always say is just open your mouth. Open your mouth. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a bunch of like little, you know, so, and first, uh, one of the things that I think is important when I'm doing this or whenever I, especially being a mom, right? So I like to think I'm an unapologetic mom. Um, you know, and that's one of the themes of my show, right? Right. Unapologetic. That's what, you know, that's one of the themes of my show. I am always unapologetic. I'm always going to be unapologetic. It doesn't matter. Um, and when it comes to being a mother, especially the way I take care of my son, but most importantly, the way that I um, take care of myself, that I think is, you know, something that's really, really, really important. Um 
I had, if you if you listen to my um, my birth story, you know that I had a C-section, and you know I actually watched. I decided to. I don't even know why the fuck I did it. I decided to watch the C-section surgery. This was, I want to say, like a week a week and a half ago. I decided I was like, you know what? Let me see what the fuck I did. And so I watched it and um I just wanna say that I along with every other mom actually I think this is actually C section awareness month. Oh my god. Just wanna say that I'm a fucking gangster. Okay? We're all gangsters. I'm just gonna say right now, unapologetically, you will hear my son in the background periodically throughout the show. Just gonna, just gonna say it now. Um, I'm a, I'm a real gangster, you know what I'm saying? I watched it, you know, and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, and when you have a baby, vaginally C-section, your body is done. And let me just say, if you listen to my pregnancy episodes, your body was done the moment you got pregnant. And a lot of people, some people are different. Some people get pregnant, have a baby, and then, you know, three months later, they look like they never had the baby because they, like, they're back to the way they looked. Now, with a C-section, you get a little shelf, you get a little, like, a little overhang. Listen, you get a little fupa, you know what I'm saying? Your body is just not the way that it looked before. And I don't know, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what it is, but women have to be some of the most foul motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. When a woman initially gets pregnant, it's all glowing and you're so fertile and you're so beautiful and you're like a blossoming flower and your baby is growing. Okay. And then if you get a little too big, they comment on how big you are. But if you're not big enough, they comment on how tiny your baby's going to be. Which, I don't know if you know, it's not a good thing. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of women have small bellies and their babies the same size as mine. And my ba- my belly is a motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, it's a globe. Okay. And um, that's just, that's just what it is. Okay. Um, and then a lot, I don't think a lot of women realize that you do a lot of harm when you do that now. I, you know, when I was pregnant, I didn't say nothing. You know, I eliminated a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety while I was pregnant. You know, a lot, my, my baby could feel it. I physically saw that my son could feel when I was anxious. Um, and, uh, you know, now, mm -mm. I'm gonna tell you one thing right now. I am not the motherfucking one. I am not, I, I really try my hardest. Let me tell you something. I work out. I eat right. I do that because when I don't do that, I don't like the way I feel. And I'll tell you right now, I've been doing it for a couple of weeks. I've been wearing my faha. You know what I'm saying? Your girl has lost no weight. <laughs> Okay, I look a little smaller, which is kind of nice, but I have not lost any weight. 
I do it because I feel good when I do it. Um, and you know, when you have a baby, it's, oh my God, it's so ridiculous because when a woman is pregnant, everyone treats the woman who's pregnant, yo, like a, like a, like a queen, an angel, the unborn baby is a, is a miracle blessing. And that is all true. But then for some reason, when the baby exits the body, now the mom gets mom shamed and everyone wants to talk shit and everyone has some, everyone has something to fucking say. And I'm like, bro, why? A lot of the time these women don't have kids. That's, that's, that's the first thing. I'll tell you that right now. A lot of women who talk a lot of shit, y'all don't got no kids. And whatever the reason y'all don't got kids, I don't know. Mm. whether you can't have them whether you don't want them and y'all talk a lot of shit I cannot another species of women that talk a lot of shit are the women who are old as fuck and they have like all their kids are gone from the house they talk a lot of shit too a lot of shit and you know what I don't understand is what did you gain by talking shit? Do you hear my son? Do you hear him screaming right now? Do you hear him screaming right now? This man is this man. This young man is, you know, he must really be going through something. Oh, he is fussy. Anyway, the mom guilt, I fucking, I can't, I cannot do it. I, let me tell you something. I feel guilty as it is sometimes. I do not need anybody else trying to make me feel guilty. I don't need anyone else trying to tell me that I'm fat. I don't need anyone else trying to tell me how to rate. I cannot do it. And what I don't understand is why do you feel the need? Like what makes you bold enough? to say shit that to me just blows my mind and I don't understand I don't understand it so I'm gonna give it to you like this I'm gonna give it to you just like this and I'm not really talking about stay-at-home moms because like y'all are like your own kind of gangster because I could I wish I could not work well that's kind of a lie I have to I'm I'm the kind of woman that I have to work so that's kind of a lie but those of you that don't have to work and you can just stay home and be with your babies, that's really nice. But I'm not really talking to you right now. When I get up in the morning, so I get up at like five. Well, I sometimes get up at four and then I get up at seven. When I get up in the morning and I have to get up and I have to do my job and I have everything in my world, everything in my world revolves around two people. Okay. That's not including myself. Because it doesn't. Okay. And. With all the shit that we have to do in a day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sitting here in meetings. I have my son on my lap. I'm giving him oatmeal. I'm literally trying to do my work while I'm trying to put my son down to take a nap because he only won't, he won't, he will only nap on top of me now. Okay. I have no time to brush my teeth. My back, bro, I can't even lift my kid anymore. Okay. It's gotten to a point where my whole world, my whole being revolves around my son and I love it. 
But sometimes you fall short because you cannot be on it 100% of the time. You just can't do it. Now, no matter how fucking hard I try, no matter how hard I try to be on it, house clean, I'm clean, he's clean, fed, dinner's cooked, dishes are washed, laundry's put away, I fall short. Okay? And now my husband is home with me for six weeks, so it's been easier. But when my husband has to physically get up and go and exit and go to work, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking difficult. And I feel guilty as it is already. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel guilty for wanting to go get my nails done. Like, I when I'm, at my, when I'm getting my nails done, I think about my kid the whole time I'm getting my nails done. And it drives me fucking crazy. And I have to remember, first thing I have to remember is I have to forgive myself when I feel like I'm falling short. And I really feel like I fall short at bedtime. Like, I really feel like sometimes I'm like, yo, like sometimes when I can't get my kid to go to sleep, I feel like a fucking loser. I'm like, bro, how hard is this? Like, this cannot be that difficult. All I'm trying to do is put my mans to sleep. That's all I'm trying to do. Okay. I feel like a loser because I can't do it. And then I feel like a bigger loser when I get frustrated because my son is so fucking tired that now it's two o'clock in the morning and my baby woke up and he will not go back to sleep. So then I get frustrated. So then I get pissed off at myself for being frustrated at a fucking infant. Okay. And then I take, it's like the point that I'm trying to make is that we go through enough as moms, especially if you work. The last thing that you need is for you to be mean to yourself about how you look, about what you're doing, how you're doing it, about the fact that your house might be dirty, about the fact that you probably haven't had time to brush your teeth yet. You know what I'm saying? You need to be kind to yourself, okay? You cannot sit here and and ridicule yourself. You cannot criticize yourself. You need to look in the fucking mirror. And when you look at your little pouch, you look at your little fupa, you look at your diet, diocese recti, your your abs splitting, and you got that little pouch at the bottom like a little kangaroo, bitch, I have it too, okay? You need to look at yourself. You know, I'm bad as fuck because you are every single day you need to wake up and tell yourself, talk to yourself. You are one of the baddest motherfuckers on this planet. Period. Because nobody, yeah, sure, your partner, fine. But nobody can make you feel better but you. And mom guilt is fucking real. And that shit is no joke. And trying to find time for yourself, trying to take care of yourself, trying to get your fucking hair done, your nails done, if that's what you're into, going to the gym, if that's what you love to do. If you want to just read a chapter of a goddamn book, if that's what you want to do, it's fucking difficult to do all the, you can't do it. And so the purpose of this episode, when I hope that you listen to it. It's for you to remember to forgive yourself for all of the things that you felt like you felt short on today. To talk to yourself 
and say, yo, I had a whole baby. I'm the baddest motherfucker on this planet. Not only did you have a baby. Like you could have the baby. But having a baby doesn't make you a mom. You wake up every day and you are a mother. You need to choose that shit. You need to choose to be a mom. Some bitches wake up, they don't give a fuck about their kids. You choose to be a mother. Okay? You take care of your home. You take care of your partner, your man, whatever. You work. Forgive yourself and give yourself a little fucking credit. You know what? If you want to go extra long with those nails and get the bedazzle shit, go ahead, bitch. If you want to get that extra bottle of wine, get it, bitch. You better get it. You want that bag? You better get it. You know what I'm saying? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. And always just remember that you're going to feel like you fall short all the time. And I I don't even have a toddler yet, bro. What the hell is going to happen when that, when I, what's going to happen? My son can't even crawl yet. Like, what the fuck? Bro, I have it coming for, I have it coming. Anyway. Be a little nicer to yourself. You deserve it because when you are kinder to yourself and you are the person that you need to be for yourself, then you can be the person that everybody else needs and you will be the mother that you need to be. And that's where I'm going to leave it. I'm going to finish my coffee. I'm going to take care of my baby because he is throwing shit all over the house. And I know my husband is just sitting there laughing, having a good old fucking time. Okay. And thank you so much for listening. I hope that if you celebrate Easter, that you have a fantastic Easter to all of my uh, Muslim listeners. I hope that you're enjoying Ramadan and having a beautiful holiday with your family. Um, Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. C-section awareness month to all my mamas who had a C-section. You are fucking the bomb. And if you haven't watched the surgery, don't do it. You're just going to upset yourself. You're just going to upset yourself. Um, Anyway, I hope you have a fantastic Friday. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen to us on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Y'all are the fucking bomb. I love all of you. Thank you again for listening. I'm Kyra Rose. This is Lucky Nelly, and I'll talk to you next week.